Hello and welcome to podcast number 10. Uh, I'm Martin Aysworth uh, from Youth of Christ International and I always forget to introduce myself properly. Uh, number 10 because we've just done number 9 with Ray with the beard. Uh, number 8 was Chris the boss and so number 10 has to be just there's no kind of like statement that follows this because it's just Peggy. <laughs> Hi Peggy. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. Great having you here. Oh, great having me here. Even yeah. better that you've been brave enough to agree to have a conversation with me. So I've got some questions that I'd like to ask you. How do you feel about that? I'm cool with that. You're cool Fire with it? away. Fire away. Okay. So firstly, let's talk about, we're going to talk about the now. Okay. Then we'll talk about the not now. Then we're going to talk about the now that is to come. All right. So right now, if somebody says to you, hey, Peggy, what do you do? What's your current role? It must be so easy. Mm. What do you do? Well, this is a GA year. Okay. So what does GA stand for? So General Assembly. Oh, that sounds exciting. What's it General Assembly? Yes. It's every three years. Okay. Give or take. Uh, we gather our global family from around the world into one place for six days, five, six days. Okay. With fellowship, uh, food, fun, uh, training. We do some training in there. Okay. It's kind of big family reunion. But getting 500 to 1,000 people from around the world in the same place takes a lot of work. And so... We have a great team, so I have a very small part in that. Okay. Uh, so in a GA year, I get to work with our international board and preparing for a business meeting. Business meeting is when all the voting delegates gather at GA to vote in any changes because our general assembly is the national directors and their board chairs from around the world. They get to choose yay or nay, mm -hmm. on the proposed changes. So I get to be, that's my big role at GA is um, preparing for that. So so that gets added on to my usual role, which is keeping the international director where he needs to be, yeah. knowing what he's supposed to do and who he's meeting with. Okay. Keeping his calendar is part of that. So That sounds like a really easy thing to do. So basically... There's just a guy who travels around that you organize and he does exactly as he's told and goes exactly where he needs to be. And never changes a thing. And never changes a thing. He must be the most ideal person to ah, work for. You, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so what's it what's it really like? Well in the politest possible way, you know. Yeah. yeah. Considering his office is in Montreal, Canada, okay, and my office is in Denver, Colorado, there's the first challenge. Yeah. So um, figuring out when we can connect, because his calendar is jam-packed. If we leave a 30-minute spot in his calendar, he will fill it yeah. with something. So I work with his assistant up in Montreal, who works with his business side, mm -hmm. and we manage his calendar. We make sure he's where he ought to be, on the call he needs to be, 
and he has what he needs for every call and every meeting. Interesting. And what does that what does that look like when he's in meetings, when he's on calls and things like that? You know, what is he what is he actually doing? Well, he meets weekly on Zoom calls with his direct reports here. So the CFO, um, any of our directors, um, communications director with me. So he meets with us weekly uh, on a call to update what's happening in everybody's lane. And so he gives direction. He hears what's going on. So even though he's 1,200 miles away in Montreal, he knows he knows what's going on and we still get decisions made. He also meets monthly with his area directors around the world to make sure he knows what's going on there. Um, and then he meets with different national directors that we organize for him. So he also just met recently with the speakers that are going to be at GA. Exciting. So they can hear his thoughts on what he likes and he can hear their thoughts on what they would, uh, what God is telling them. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited to hear what the GA speakers are going to come up with because it's a great lineup. So, so, yeah. so you've just kind of changed the direction I was going to go in questioning and asking. Okay. So I have heard a rumor that you have been around YFC for uh, a little while. So how many General Assemblies have do you think you've been to? I look like I've been around longer than I no. have. No. Um, yeah. I, I had, this is only, I came in in, a, in the very end of 2008. Okay. So I missed the 2008 General Assembly. I was hired on just a couple months after that. So I've only been to four this will be my fourth. This will be your fourth? That's it. 11, 14, 17, and this one. I As know. Interesting. I know. So of the four, th three that you've already been to, and this will be your fourth, what's the thing that stands out most from the three that you've already been to? Um, the amazing people. Um, I love the culture night where everyone wears their national dress mm. and it's it's awe-inspiring it's like a taste of what heaven might be like Ooh, that's interesting every tribe every nation every tongue and so it's a big family reunion i love our staff around the world i love to be with them I, it's a privilege to be able to serve alongside these people that really are the hands and feet of Christ. So, um, yeah, it's... It's exciting. It is exciting. I mean, it is just like you say, it's an opportunity to um, reconnect with the family because you'll have a lot of conversations with a lot of people around the world and a lot of the time it's virtual, not just because we've uh, had lockdown, we've had COVID and that restricted our travel it restricted us not being able to have general assembly in 2020 we've had to wait three more years mm -hmm. so there'll be a lot of people that you'll then meet for the first time yeah lots of hugs lots of hugs lots of hugs lots of laughter a few tears 
Yeah. Do you know the one thing that I am always surprised by? How tall people are. <laughs> I often, I have these meetings and I, I kind of, I mentally gauge and go, you're a 5'8", you're about six foot and things like that. And occasionally somebody will surprise me. They'll walk in at like six foot four and I'm like, oh, I didn't expect you to be that tall. That's our Zoom world. We only see them from the shoulders up. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's, what's exciting? What's, where are, what's next? What's the, you know, you're currently the executive assistant, assistant to the international director. director. I nearly said president, but he changed his title. I quite like international director mm. over president. I think it has a a certain uh, ring of inclusion as opposed to a ring of authority to it. I think that's what he was aiming for. Well, I think he's nailed it. Yeah. Um, so where's the journey taking you? Where are you heading to within your role? Where are you heading to next? What's, you know, has it moved forward? Because just organizing one guy, I mean, that must only take like two or three hours a day, mm-hmm. max. I'd say 50% of my time is organizing the international director, assisting yeah. him. Yeah. I shouldn't say organizing. He he can organize himself, but I assist him okay. in that. Um, my other roles would be uh, working with the international board. So we have a board from trustees around the world who oversee the ministry in a governance form. And um, they're an amazing group of people that we meet, they meet, I assist in organizing the meetings, whether they're on Zoom or somewhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I work with them, make sure, work with Dave on and our board chair, Howard Stevenson, on the agenda. Um, they just need to show up and everything else is organized for them. Excellent. Getting there, where they're staying, what they're eating, their meetings, all the logistics of that, they wow. just get to show up. So that's part of what I do as well. And we try to get the board somewhere in the world where we have ministry. Right. So that they can actually view ministry. And we spend a day <clears throat> with the local staff um, seeing what they do. And okay. it's really good for the board to see that grassroots work. Um, and so we've been to some really great places and it's been exciting to see it. So, yeah. So you must have a random story from one of your many trips that is suitable to share right now. A random story about one of our... So one of your trips, maybe uh, a time when you've been uh, with the board and... Something's happened that's slightly amusing, but is definitely got intervening in some way, shape, or form. Well, I probably can't share all the places we've been, but our most recent meeting was in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um, and our world leadership team met there as well. So it was a joint world leadership team and board meeting. Which is great because then the board gets to overlap with our, our leadership team. And so they spend a half a day together. We were able to tour the Kenyan ministry for a full day. We went to the largest um, slum. We have a presence. Kenya has a presence. Kenya YFC has a presence in the slum. So we walked through the slum 
to the center there. Um, it was a humbling experience. It was really great for our board to be in an environment that is possibly not safe mm -hmm. to see what our staff does. And yeah. they are willing to go to the hard places and love people as Christ loved them and serve them well. And it was, so that was really great. We also got to see a crisis pregnancy center in the north of, um, of Nairobi, which was really great to um, intermingle with the girls. One of our board members has a gift of healing. And so we would see him randomly walk off with somebody. We'd lose him. We'd say, where is so-and-so? He'd be off praying over somebody healing. Fantastic. Somebody. So that was really great to see. Yeah. We have a great international board. And that's wonderful to hear that the those that are in charge of governance, those that are in charge of ensuring that the ship is sailing in the right direction, are also godly people in their own right. They want, they have a heart for transformation, for healing, and all of those things, which is really, really good to hear. Yeah. Mm. So, final words, because I can see that you're like, what's he going to ask me next? Where are we going with this one? Um, Final piece of wisdom. Uh, I'm trying to think of whether I want you to give me uh, a word of wisdom, but um, of the years that you've been connected with Youth of Christ and the different things that you've seen, um, how would you encourage somebody to get involved with YFC, with Youth for Christ? Um, well, I believe God called me to Youth for Christ. I didn't know about Youth for Christ. God called me to it. Oh, wow. Um, didn't know about Youth for Christ, and I got a random phone call from Peter Verhoeven from Australia. Um, there's a whole story about that as well, but I believe it's a calling, um, and I believe that God orchestrates it. Whether you're in tune with it or not, God will lead people to Youth for Christ if they are open to go where God calls them to go. So I would say whatever your passion is, um, approach God with open hands. Say, show me where you want me to be. Whether it's you think it's going to be with another organization, a church, a missionary, come in with it with open hands. And if God leads you to a youth for Christ, then trust that that's where he wants you to be. Fantastic. Thank you, Peggy. Yeah, so thank you for watching. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Uh, my name is Martin. I have been talking to Peggy and I will see you on the next. Well, you will listen to me or even see me on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.